This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, Mackenzie Johnston. This is Mackenzie Johnston with the Comstock Report. On Monday, March 6th, USDA issued a proposed new regulation to limit the use of product of USA or made in the USA labels on meat, poultry, and eggs to animals born, raised, slaughtered, and processed here in the U.S. If adopted, this new rule would close the loophole that currently allows imported beef or pork to be repackaged in the United States and then receive a product of USA or Made in America label. According to the White House, the increased clarity and transparency provided by this proposed change will prevent consumer confusion and help ensure consumers understand where their food comes from. The current labeling standard has been in place since December 2015 when Congress voted to repeal MCOOL for beef and pork. MCOOL was kicked to the curb after Canada and Mexico challenged the legality of the laws, arguing damage to trade before the World Trade Organization. MCOOL, as the name states, was mandatory, so it conflicted with WTO rules. The newly proposed regulation for labeling would still be voluntary, so it shouldn't come in conflict with WTO rules and won't impose undue burdens on the meatpackers. Cattle organizations are divided with this new proposed regulation. The United States Cattlemen's Association believes the proposed rule is a benefit to the industry because anything that bears the made in the USA or product of USA labels should be from cattle who have only known USA soil. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association, our nation's largest cattle organization known for representing the beef packers, alleges the newly proposed regulation is just another flawed government label. RCAF USA supports the proposed labeling reforms, but is sticking to their pipe dream calling for Congress to reinstate MCOOL. When the announcement was made public on Monday, cattle futures had a positive reaction. The cattle market needed some encouraging news to keep the bull market plowing full speed ahead. As the old adage goes, a bull has to be fed every day, and somehow this bull market continues to find feed. First, it was the confirmed BSE case in Brazil, then the corn markets took a dive, and now proposed updated labeling regulations. Of course, the underlying fundamentals have propelled the cattle market to recent highs, but the market has already dialed in those spectacular fundamentals, so for the market to climb higher, it will need more positive injections. But the reality is, these injections are eventually going to run out, and when that time comes, how will the cattle market respond? In my opinion, the cattle market will hold its own as long as the corn market continues on its downward trajectory. With decreasing feed costs, feeders will continue to hang strong, which in turn will prop up the fat cattle market. A lot of factors will have to play out for the corn market to continue to drop, but chances are pretty good for those factors to become reality. Incredible planted acres, a solid grain yield, and a cooperative planting season could easily take corn prices down to that $4 to $5 bushel range. No matter what side of the fence you stand on with this newly proposed labeling rule, 
It's obvious implementing greater transparency in labeling will benefit cattle producers and inhibit packers from making money off the backs of American producers by using our name on imported product. American cattle producers aren't trying to rid the market of competition by asking for beef to be labeled correctly. We're just aware of our product's superiority. Nowhere else in the world do cattle producers have the same standards and regulations for beef production. Like many cattle producers, I would like nothing more than to see MCOOL reinstated. With that being said, I'm also in touch with the reality of the situation. Right now, there is no way around WTO rules and anything that causes financial burden for the packers will be met with strong resistance as they hold an ungodly amount of lobbying power in Washington, D.C. As producers, we need to realize we'll never have our cake and eat it too. This newly proposed regulation might just be a small win for the industry, but nonetheless, it's still a win. This is Mackenzie Johnston with the Comstock Report. For information on marketing opportunities, visit us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial. Each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.